Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. Hey tribe, we are sitting down with the convo with our clients. Today we have Michael Walthamath. You got it. And that was, that was scary. I was like, I can't say, I always screw up people's last names. Anyways, we have him today uh, sitting down talking a little bit about himself. We're going to ask a couple questions uh, generally about him and also kind of what he's looking for for uh, the upcoming year. So welcome to the podcast. I really appreciate you coming and sitting down for, you know, 15, 20 minutes or something like that and just uh, having a chat. Yeah, happy to be here. So let's get started. Where, uh, where are you from originally? And uh, obviously, I'm guessing you reside in the East Haddam area now. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Currently in Moodis, just down the road, um, originally from Kingston, New York. Oh, Kingston. No way. Uh, you know Kingston? My, uh, my uncle lives up in Kingston. He you lives know. on like a 219. Oh, yeah. He lives right on the 219, oh, like, yeah. which is like a, a, a death trap of a road. Yeah, it's right. so super windy. There's so many accidents. And every time I go up there, I have him tell me a funny story. Hey, it sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds bad. But there's always some like crazy story that happens on that road. But the Kingston, it's an awesome place. I can't I like believe that. you know Kingston. Yeah, that's, yeah, Kingston, New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty popping right now, especially like uh, you know, uh, property-wise value. I mean, a That's lot right. of places are, but uh, you know, I was just up there maybe like two months ago visiting him. Um, he lives like obviously right by Mohonk Mountain, yeah. so he's got this beautiful log cabin with uh, the what's the Adirondacks in the back? Catskills. Catskills. The, well, the Shawangunks are in New Paltz. The Catskills are a little bit more north. Yeah, you're probably thinking of the right? Yeah, yeah, more towards yeah. New Paltz. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly what it is. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. That's crazy. So uh, you live here, you have a family? I do. Wife, two kids, nine-year-old and seven-year-old. And what do you do for a living? I work for a company out of Denver, Colorado. It's a subsidiary of Guardian Life, so I do uh, some compliance and outsourcing work for, um, for other companies. I basically contract with other companies to do certain outsourcing work for them. How long have you been doing that for? About 20 years. Yeah, so you, you got to know the ins and outs, and so, yeah, that's why your years. schedule's uh, <laughs> also filled to hectic. the brim, huh? A little hectic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do growing up? Um, let's see. Uh, generally underachieved is probably the best. No, I, I, um, I was a sports guy. I played um, football, baseball, um, you kind of name it. Played that all the way up through my first year of college, and then blew out my shoulder and blew out my knee and, and kind of left that by the wayside and just had fun. From there on forward, I kind of continued my underachieving status <laughs> <laughs> at that point. Yeah. It seems like uh, there seems to be like a common occurrence that we have with a lot of our clients is like they did sports at some time, yep. continued on, and then just blew something out and then decided yep. to like take a step away from that. And then ultimately you realize that we do kind of need those joints to work. And <laughs> yeah, man. So as you get older too, like there's no way around it, right? Things just get stiffer. Like you, like, you know, hips back, all that. That's what brought me here. You know, hip my, you know, I just got to a point where my kids had finally gotten to the point where they were, you know, they didn't necessarily need me to live every day. <clears throat> right. Like <laughs> yeah. I could, you know, yeah. that's what happens when you, you know, I had kids and I just kind of went, you know, you kind of hibernate for, a f- you know, years. Right. Like I just stopped working out. They didn't have the time because I had two young kids didn't have the time. So this past summer is when I found you guys and, and, and showed up here just so I didn't walk with them. I, I remember the first question you asked me was about my fitness goals. And I said, my, I just don't want to walk with a limp when I'm 50. <laughs> yeah. That's, I have minimalistic goals at this point. <laughs> no, that's good bad. though. But those are the, you know, they're, they're priority goals. You yeah. know, it's, it's what do we want actually out of life? I mean, you got two awesome kids for sure. 
Uh, and I'm sure, you know, raising kids, you got to chase them around anyway. So it's kind of a, a little fitness thing that you're trying to keep track of them. And, That's uh, right. That's <laughs> you right. Know, they run a lot faster than you think with those small right. legs, right? That's exactly right. Unless you put an iPad in their hand, then they're, then they're still for a while. That's it. Like little ninjas too. It's like they're in a wide open space and you're like, all right, let me just look at the opposite direction. And somehow they found their way 150 feet behind a tree that you're just like, That's oh my right. gosh. You That's know? right. In the split second that you blink, that happens. I always heard that story and then I, you know, obviously I have dogs. So I always heard that story and uh, I never understood how like you could take your eye off of, you know, I'm like, how do you, how does that happen? And I remember being outside one time and then like, I just like looked inside to grab something, maybe like five to eight seconds. I look around and like one of my dogs is gone and I'm like, I don't even know what direction to go. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, luckily yeah. he was just right around there, but you're like, holy heck, yeah. these people, you know, these, you know, whether dogs or kids, they, they find a way to just. Yep. go off on the uh absolutely just totally disappear uh so what is your uh what is your goal obviously we just kind of talked about what your goal in fitness was just like not to walk with a limp and actually be functional um but do you have anything coming up for 2021 um and it doesn't have to be fit i mean fitness yeah it'd be great and if not it just continue doing the same thing or, or and also at the same time what, what do you have for a focus or 21 not necessarily it doesn't have to be a goal a focus or I, even I, thought. yeah I, I, it's a good question right especially especially with you know, the pandemic and everything else going on because everything's changed. Um, I, for, and my work has actually increased. Like I'm in the, the type of business I'm in, like my business has actually gone up. So yeah. my time has gotten less, right? So focus for me in 2021 is to, to figure out how to make more time. Um, I, I routinely start, you know, eight, eight thirty in the morning and I go until, you know, seven, eight at night. I'm usually mm -hmm. on conference calls, get a couple breaks here and there, usually, you know, shoving some lunch down my now in my face while I'm on a call, you know, that kind of stuff. So 2021 for me is about trying to make some time to do, one for my family, first and foremost, right? I want to spend more time with my kids that are at that age, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so where the quality time, you know, making memories kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yep. two, just to get better, like fitness, like I want to, I want to do more. Like I, you know, I, I do it at the beginning about the not walking with a limp, but I'm, you know, I want to, I want to hit some different, you know, PRs throughout the year. Now that I'm starting to feel a little bit more confident, starting to feel my fitness still sucks, but I'm getting stronger. So that's a, that's a good thing. So I'm going to focus on that a little bit, especially the time factor. I got to make more time. Yeah. I think you're a little, I mean, you're your own worst uh, enemy on that one. I think you do a lot better than you give yourself credit for, for sure. You know, yeah. you might say that your fitness sucks, but it sucks relative know. to what you're thinking. I, you know, you're, uh, you're doing well, you're moving along. Awesome. And, and like I said, I always see you in here, obviously an open gym, putting in extra work and, and so on and so forth. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't beat yourself up on that. But yeah, that time, that time factor for ourselves, you know, Especially when you're in the that schedule and that pattern of day in and day out that, you know, conference calls and Zoom calls and all that other stuff is taking over. When are we getting the time for ourselves, you know? And that's like one thing that I noticed, or I tried to focus on this year for me was like actually taking a day off. Like taking a day where I'm like, I'm actually not going to look at my email and I haven't made it. I still got what two weeks. <laughs> I got two weeks to well, uh, not have a day where I don't look at my email. So that's important, though, right? So when I when I talk about time, like the thing for me, and especially in, in my business, it's um, you're always connected, right? Between yes. smartwatch, smartphone, my tablets. I've got you know two monitors, sitting, like it's like they're it, it, you're always connected. And I just, I don't you know I don't punch clock, so I don't have the like I don't generally leave work at work, so you know, being connected sucks. Like it, it's, it sucks. So taking time to disconnect. Right. And it, it, it really, for me anyway, it really matters. Like that's another thing that I need to focus on throughout the year.
Yeah, I, I definitely noticed that it, it just seems like you can go down that rabbit hole real quick and you're like, oh, let me just do this one thing, but it always leads to something else. And then sooner or later, you're like, I start off one thing. I'm like four hours in, I might as well finish this off. Nope, let me cancel my own free time. Right. Hey, I was going to go to the park or I was going to go and do this. You know, hey, honey, can you do this? Why I finish this up? I'm sure, you know, it it stinks. And and as much as like social media and the, the communication channels that we have are amazing, incredible, they're such, they're also such the, you know, the crutch of society now because that's it. Like that's, you know, I haven't watched the movie Social or the, the documentary Social Dilemma. And I, I haven't for the whole purpose of the fact of like, if I watch Social Dilemma, I feel like I'm taking my time and putting it in to something that I shouldn't. And I already know, you know, but everything, you know, I get the cliff notes from everyone. Um, and hearing about that, it, I guess it's a really big eye opener of seeing how much like, that just pretty much runs her life. Yeah, my wife's my wife's actually watching it right now, and I didn't watch it for that specific reason <laughs> because I, I I think it's like a I think it's like a drug. I think I like I I think it's like anything else, right? Like, like have fun, right? Like live your life, do whatever you're gonna do. If you live it all digitally, though, you're just missing out on, like like you're just missing out. You know what I mean? Like likes don't matter. Like they truly don't matter. And you know how many? Like out of four hundred friends, big deal. Like whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. You really have two. You know what I mean? Like it. So it's just it's just a different perspective. And I like I I have it. I have over the I'd say probably the last nine ten years gone a different perspective because of kids. Like my I was a different person. You know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago than I am now. Mainly because of my wife and kids. I just have a whole different perspective on a lot of different things. Not a lot matters to me. That's in that's not in my scope right now. Um, I choose to let those things go go on. Like if something's going to add something negative or something's going to add some stress or something's going to, I'm, I'm really trying purposely to not pay any attention to it whatsoever. And social media is a part of that. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously like if, if I could not have social media, I have, I wouldn't uh, in general. Uh, I mean, it's good for staying in touch, but I wouldn't be utilizing it as much as I do. Uh, and I, I noticed for one fact is that as silly as it sounds like, I add friends because it's going to help my business. But at the same time, most of the time I just unfollow everyone. And it's not out of like disrespect to anyone or anything yeah. like that. But like, I want my newsfeed with filled with like puppies, nature, music, yeah. and like creativity and art and like stuff that I might not even be interested in, but it like seeing somebody else do something rather than like talking about, I mean, the latest thing I see is like this, this freaking bourbon exchange that's going on on Facebook and and I'm like why don't you just get all the people that post this and how about you guys all you know I have like 40 different friends that have like tagging me in this and like I'm like I, I don't want anything to do this you know like yeah. it's those those things that I'm like this doesn't have a purpose this is not positive I mean yeah maybe it's sharing gifts but I'm saying it's just another one of those things that it's just filling up my yeah. my feed with something that's useless does, does not val add value to my life in any way that's the trick man what's like and just not even with like social media is a part of it just in general like what's what's white noise and what's not white noise right like and it, everything's got its place like i think i think social media is great i think everybody has their own um way of going about things but i think you just need to for me you know going back to goals for 2021 it's figuring out what the important part of it is and then any of that white noise i just need to like again that's my focus right to push some of that white noise out because it's constantly trying to get in <laughs> and and i just get pulled under too quickly because i get a little obsessive right like whether it's with working out or whether it's with work in general or like and i just lose time like at the end of the day i lose time for me i think uh, like social media has also kind of turned us into like addicts of, of different things too i mean like a lot of stuff like when we have that passion for something we always 
put it towards that passion, whatever it means. It might be work, it might be woodworking, it might be running, it yeah. might be eating, or whatever it, whatever you have uh, that you have passion in doing, like do that. But social media makes it very easy to be like, oh, it gives you that same sort of dopamine yeah. response and that, that good feeling that is just yeah. fake yeah, and dopamine that, response. You know, adjusting that is that some of that comes with age too, right? Like how to like, like knowing how to figure that out. Like, yes. Like you get to a point, you know, the wisdom of the ages. You get to a point when you like you get you're okay with yourself, right? Like, all right, I'm not, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to look like a like a linebacker in the next two years, right? Like I'm good with that. When I was 18, every day, in the, you know, in the gym trying to get to where I need it. Now it's like, okay, I can get I can get to the gym a couple, you know, two, three, four times a week. I'm okay. I don't have to work out every single day. You get to a point where different things in your life mean different things. And it's easier to push stuff away. Yeah, and and uh, that's so true. And like all aspects of stuff, the same thing is if you're like you're dating a girl, and like all your friends are like, dude, you don't want to date this girl. It's not you guys yep. don't like work. You don't match. You're like, no, you guys have it all wrong. And then months later, you're like, yeah, you guys are kind of right. And it's one of those things that you we have to go through that in life, no matter how much yeah. education, like especially our elders tell you. Like you know, I look at all the lessons that my parents taught me over the years, and you know, you're you're full of piss and vinegar and you're out there like, yeah, well, I'm going to prove them wrong and I'm going to do this stuff and then you do it and you're like, yeah, I win and then later on in life, you're like, you know, I like actually doing like 66 miles an hour on the highway in the slow lane just uh, <laughs> with the music off and just like think about my day and cruise home rather than like 90 miles an hour flipping people off, cutting things off, trying to like get into cop chases, right? That's a metaphor for life right there, right? Like you reach an age where you move to the slow lane and you're actually okay with it. <laughs> I noticed that like I'm just like, you know, I just want to casually ride home and I'm like, dad, you know, when I'm 12, I'm like, dad, why don't we, why don't you yeah. pass this car, stop sitting on it, you know? It's one of those things you have to go through those things in life and we have to go to the you know that place of like especially in fitness where a lot of people you know we push our limits we get injured and we go all right what's fitness mean to me now okay well it means that i can get up out of my bed i'm not sore every single day i'm not limping i don't you know i'm able to do what i want creating that freedom in life and i think that's exactly what we're trying to push here at primal path is create freedom so you can do those things that you want and uh, there's this video that I posted. Well, I'm going to post it after this. And it'll go up before this podcast. But there's a video that this guy created, and it was absolutely phenomenal. It's like this this old guy who's like – it's all about fitness, obviously. He, he He's looking at a picture of him back when he was playing football and stuff. And then he goes out to his garage to go find a kettlebell. And he's like squatting down trying to pick this kettlebell up, and he can't. You know, his neighbors are looking at him. So he tries to drag it out, but he sees his neighbors. So he like brings it back into his house so no one sees him. And then every day he's waking up trying to pick this kettlebell up off the ground from squatting and then push it out in front of him. And sooner or later, as the time's going on, he's able to kick, pick up this kettlebell and extend his arms out and bring it back into his chest and squat back down doing a goblet squat. And I'm like, where the heck is this thing going? And all the neighbors are staring at him. And then it's almost like Christmas time and he like shows up at his, I'm guessing like his daughter's house, you know, he's like, you know, he's probably in his like seventies or something like that. And he sees his granddaughter and he bends down, picks up his granddaughter, who's holding the star on the tree, extends her out to the tree and she puts the star on the tree. So this entire like two minute buildup of this guy just trying to pick this kettlebell up off the ground and extend it tied into like the actual functionality of what and why fitness is important in life. And it's not, 
And to me, I mean, to everyone it's different. And to me, it used to be chasing numbers. It used to be like, how big can my back squat get so I can make the sweetest video on YouTube? Or like, how big can my deadlift get? And you know, it used to be all that. And people who have those goals, that's great. That's not where my focus is. And now my focus is definitely more towards like this video of just like understanding that moving with intention and understanding that fitness is about being fun and capable of doing what you're doing. That's actually what attracted me to 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 try primal to uh, CrossFit high order at the time, yeah. Order, yeah. So that's what attracted me to this place. Actually, was the the message around functional fitness, right? Because I'm, you know, I'm pushing fifty. When I was when I was younger, it was about you know you know put, I mean, I pressing three forty five and I was squatting <laughs> four hundred five, and you know, and that's what mattered. And now I look at that and I'm like, I like I could care less, right? Like you'll never hear me utter how much you bench ever in my life, right? <laughs> like it doesn't matter. And I, that's what attracted me to this place, and I'm actually kind of I'm happy that I found it because I think, like even when I come here for open gym or for class or whatever, like there's things I can do, there's things I can't do, and I don't necessarily have a there's no ego attached to it, um, which is different than if you go to you know your standard. Global right, gym you know, or push metal gym, they like, like you know, you just, it's just different. So, I, I appreciate that about this place, yeah. And, and a lot of that stuff is like, I, I you know, a lot of uh, our, our almost get some weird stuff in them, and and uh, kind of like, what, what what is this purpose? But what I like about it is the, the creativity it creates in the brain rather than coming in and doing the same, same standard 15 movements with the same 20 different warm up exercises that are you know inchworms and then we're gonna do some pvc pass-throughs and then we're gonna do some lunges like yeah. that works and that's good and has a purpose but at the same time you you get to a point with like the law of diminishing returns so realistically you're actually just going in and going through it and like ito Bertal, who's been a big uh, who i've been a big fan of and uh looked up to him as a role model for movement and he teaches like conor mcgregor on how to move like he is like probably the best person to teach movement in the world i would say and I look up to him and he talks about that. He goes, you, we, we can't get to the point where we get sedentary in that movement, even though we're doing movement. You're, if you're not thinking about the movement, then w are you really pushing your limbs? Are you really helping yourself out? So getting yourself into a plank and trying to like pick your arm up and scoop your leg through and do these like rotation, plank rotations on the ground, your body is like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. Uh, and it instantly takes all your focus Rather than like as you're doing an air squat and you're like, oh man, I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner. You now are like, what the heck? Okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. It allows us to help build that mind-muscle connection into well, our body. Well, if you ever, if you ever, if you ever notice, like, I, like if you ever look at any, like, like uh, therapy for like organic brain disorders, things along those lines, they do a lot of like proprioceptive exercises, right? Yeah. Balance and like awareness of your your limbs and body and space and time, that sort of thing, right? Add some weight, add some resistance, fluctuation. That's why they do it, right? Because it increases. Yeah. Your synapses start firing off, and it, it helps in different ways, well beyond just you know, muscle intonation, things like that. So it's, yeah, exactly right. And especially like for, you know, uh, trauma patients that have like TBIs and things like that, for sure. Like getting those neurons to fire and reconnect on the synapses, like you're saying, um, and, and making it off balance and pulling from one direction or side direction you're not used to rather than like bilateral, all that stuff is just, yeah, it's triggering that brain and creating more activity to help produce the longevity. And, and, you know, we said this in the, uh, last or one of our past podcasts that you know cardio work is really good for the heart it keeps the longevity of her life but fitness and you know quality fitness is going to project the long or increase longevity of you staying out of a nursing home 
you know, yeah. like, and, yeah. and that's the two ways that I like to think about it is that, okay, I'm like, what, what's more important to me? And like more important is I, you know, I live alone, like more important to me right now is, you know, I'm still young. So my, my cardio works and everything like that, but realistically understanding the functionality of my movement. So I could always remain in that, remain in a house and, you know, one day just not wake up or yeah. like, you know, yeah. one day fall off the roof and Hey, right. you know, Tell you know. me, man. I said it earlier, things, things get stiff as you get older, right? <laughs> like your, your knees don't bend the right way. Your hips feel a little bit more crunchy. Like it's just, you just got to work through it. Yeah. And that fitness, instead of being like pushing, how far can we go? It turns into how much can I extend my life or how much, you know, I'm yeah. actually fighting old age every day now by doing fitness yeah you're, you're you're prolonging that that time where that stuff starts locking up and yeah. stuff uh, yeah for sure uh, let's move on a little bit what are your uh, we got a couple more questions what hobbies do you have outside of uh, work and I guess it'd probably be family related but yeah I, it's it see again at this point it's really revolves around my kids like I I um, I've got two dogs Right, so big dog family. So I, I would classify that as a hobby too. Right? Yes, it is. I spent a lot of time with my kids. Um, this is actually the gym has actually become a hobby more so than most, right? Because it's a time factor. I don't Good. have a lot of time for yeah. additional hobbies again um, at this point in my life. But I, you know, it's it's pretty singular around that that family quality stuff. Like my wife and I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what fun stuff to do with the kids, even if it doesn't, even if I wouldn't classify it as sort of a hobby for me. Um, I think finding time to do those types of things with my kids is the hobby. Yeah, like going out and pumpkin picking or um, stupid stuff, right? Yeah, like, all that stuff yeah, that that like, just builds memories. You know, yeah. um, it's like I find that I look back at all the things that I had when I was younger. Honestly, I don't really remember what my parents bought me up until the age I was like thirteen. From thirteen and younger, I really don't remember anything that my parents bought me. But I do remember. Like my mom's sitting down at night at seven, you know, seven o'clock at night and teaching me to read. I do remember, you know, my mom taking me out to go, uh, you know, apple picking. I do remember my family, like as us going to the racetrack, like when I was like three or five years old at, uh, down in New Jersey, English town yep. and listening to top fuel dragsters rip down, you know, the quarter mile at 300 miles an hour with my fingers, like through the fence. I remember, I remember those times and those memories. I don't ever remember gifts. You know, I'm the same way. My wife laughs at me because I can't remember. I, I forget what it was. She asked me about, about a childhood thing, like, "Did you ever have this or whatever?" And I was like, "I, I just, I don't know. Like, I have no <laughs> idea." She thinks I'm crazy, but I'm the same way. Like, I just, there's this, like, I just can't remember that, like, those things from a certain block of time in my life. But it's because after you get to a point, like, things just matter. Different things matter in different ways, and I think that's what. Like I was, I always say my, my mind is like a, it's like a footlocker, right? Like in order for me to remember one more thing, I have to forget something else. Right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like a sliding scale of crap I forgot every other day. <laughs> it's so true. It is, <laughs> yeah. That is exactly the way it is. Every time I'm like, okay, what did I lose? Right. I, you know, and then we could go and we could tie that back into social media. Of like right. how many things did I just learn about people That's and right. how many important things did I like leave my brain so I could realize that, right. you know, there's a there's a kid who's 16 who's driving fast down the road and you know, he's exactly. had him and that we should, we should, you know, wrap him up, you know, like something, something silly like that. But uh, yeah, that's so true. But uh, another thing is what interest I give me like one interesting fact that you have about you or something. It doesn't be a fact, but it's something that you did, you know, like for me, most people don't realize like I was really good at like hacky sack, devil sticks, skateboarding and like yo-yo. 
I had all these, like, I was legitimately, like, a little gesture that I was going, like, <laughs> like, I was just really good at, like, little, small, like, weird juggling, like, weird, weird things. It's like, funny. you know, that, that's what I mean. Like, if you have that interesting fact about you or something that people don't know or something that you like or something that you do, like, you know. Let's see. Um, interesting fact. I'll turn it into a, to a highlight. So, uh, so uh, the, when I was a kid in high school... Um, I was, I'm a New York Giants fan, football fan, New York Giants fan. Um, we had one of those uh, celebrity like basketball tournaments, you know, like yeah, like, like so. So the Giants, Lawrence Taylor, Phil Simms. If any of these names don't ring a bell, just Google it. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor, Phil Simms, like all the old Giants, like came like to my like like to my high school to play basketball. And I got to play basketball with those guys, which I thought was always no way. Cool. Yeah, so that was that was a cool. That was more of a highlight than than anything else. But I mean, other than that, I'm I'm a, I'm a fairly dull. Uh, right, I I work too much. Um, I'm too out of shape. I you know I try to create time to spend time. It's kind of the gist of my life right now. Not a lot, not a lot of interesting stuff under that substance. Hey, well, 2021, you put that focus back That's into right. time management and uh, being able to say no to your work just a tad, maybe just a day, sad. just yep. to be able to say that word no and say no without a reason. That's right. another thing. I think uh, a lot of people, we always say no, but we always feel like we're on a witness stand. Yeah. No, because like, I, I got to do this. I think that's a great point. Uh, we should be able to just say no nowadays and, and, and no one does anymore. Yeah, I and, think that's a great point. Uh, like that's one thing that I'm going to try and focus on. And then when people ask, just, yeah. no, just, I don't need, to, I don't need to tell you a reason. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much, Michael, for sitting down and talking with us, this uh, combo with our clients. We really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you in class and open gym. And um, yeah, thank you a lot. Yeah, happy to be here.